afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got a very special show in store for you today. And when I introduce my guest, you'll understand why. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from Abraham and the universe. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Just curious, when was the last time you looked into a mirror and addressed yourself as gorgeous, magnificent, or sublime? It matters. Here's looking at you, gorgeous, the universe. (laughs) Universe having a little fun with us today, and definitely a very apropos quote from my guest who is... Uh, definitely knows style, so uh, we'll talk more about that shortly. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Attempting to control others attracts more to be controlled. It is easy to understand you would come to the conclusion that your path to feeling good is through influencing or controlling the behavior of others. But as you attempt to control them, Through influence or coercion, you discover that not only can you not contain them, but your attention to them brings more like them into your experience. You simply cannot get to where you want to be by controlling or eliminating the unwanted. Abraham. Ah, very interesting quote from Abraham. A little bit different one than uh, what we usually get, talking about control. And and really, though, it's very much in alignment with a lot of what Abraham talks about because when you're attempting to control others, and it doesn't matter whether it's trying to control the environment, trying to control people, trying to control animals, whatever you're trying to control, the more you're focusing on the fact that like these things aren't doing what you want them to do, the more you're going to attract other things that aren't doing what you want them to do. And so the more you focus on those things, the more that energy is held in your field, the more you're going to find it, the more you're going to have to control this and control that and control this and control that. And before you know it, you have to control the whole universe, which as we know, is way beyond our control. Whereas if we learn to trust and not worry about what other people think, say, or do, but focus on ourselves and our own uh, our own actions, our own choices, our own focus and our own vibration, that that is something we can control. Because ultimately, we have no control over what happens to us, over what's going on in the universe, but we do have 100% control over how we respond, how we show up, who we are being in the moment. So, a very interesting uh, kind of quote from Abraham, just reminding us not to focus on what everybody else is doing. That doesn't serve us. That doesn't empower us. That doesn't um, bring us to a greater place, but to focus on how we're showing up. And it's uh, an, an influencing control. Influencing is not about controlling other people. Influence is by leading by example. 
And, and that's truly the way that we influence people. When we show up as a better version of ourselves, we call others to show up as better version of themselves. And ultimately, this is not something to judge anybody about because we don't know truly what other people's lives are like. We haven't walked a mile in their shoes. We haven't lived their life. We don't know what's going on inside of them. So sometimes that outward process may seem a little messy, you know, may seem, you know, oh, I would never do something like that. Um, but you don't know. And if you were in that person's exact same situation, exact same background, exact same experiences, maybe you would have. So let's stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and let's focus on developing ourselves, on doing that inner work, on growth and on being the example. So two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. I hope you've enjoyed them. We'll have two more quotes for you next week, of course. And again, just a quick reminder, we are doing our Facebook live stream. Welcome, Julian, tuning in on the live stream along with everybody else. Um, It's great to have you guys listening to us. Just remember, you can always uh, ask questions by just um, posting something in the comments field of the Facebook live stream, and uh, we'll see your comments. And of course, I will respond or ask our guest. And let me flip around the camera here. Ah, thank you, Brad, for the thumbs up. Always glad to have the love. Um, and so I, I have a little bit of a, a different kind of uh, show in store for you today because my guest, who is Greg Banks, is a New Orleans native and who's described as the saint <laughs> of soul. Yes, we're doing a soul-filled musical show today, right. um, which I'm very happy about. I haven't actually have a musical artist on my show for quite a long time. I've had musical artists in the past, but not for a couple of years. So, Greg, welcome to the Conscious Consultant. Thank Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Oh, it's great having you here, brother. Uh, Greg has memorized audiences throughout New York City and around the country, and he was chosen by Delhi Magazine as New York's best emerging artist with his amazing body of musical works and his hit singles, Your Love, 16, and Brooklyn Girl. His phenomenal music is causing a major buzz. He is uh, His music has been described as an eclectic and unexpected fusion of funk, soul, and rock and roll. Um, Banks' exuberant sound masterfully plays homage to guitar heroes Jimi Hendrix and Lenny Kravitz and the R&B and funk sounds that originated in his hometown. So, uh, Greg, uh, I always like to start off just kind of giving people a little bit of uh, my guests' backgrounds and kind of how you came to be who you are today. So my, my first question to you, of course, is like, how old were you when you knew that like music was in your blood that like it was part of your life and you you had to like um, fulfill that well i was about five or six and uh my Mm -hmm. mother actually nurtured it in me she would Uh. play all types of music and i would sit in the back seat and sing along with it um it was one day that my my stepfather was in the car and she he looked back and said do you hear him he can really do this he can sing Uh. and from that point on my mom made sure i was in um church choirs and she got me my first instrument, which was a trumpet, and that's where it all started. But oh, wow. the moment that defined it for me was uh, when I experienced Hurricane Katrina, because losing everything oh, tangible left me with okay. my gift. Right. You know, it took everything tangible away and it left me with my purpose. So that's the moment that I knew that uh, I needed to do something that would change the world. 
Wow. Wow. That's great. That's great. And that's, you know, it's so wonderful that your parents actually like encouraged it because there's a, a lot of people, you know, their parents like discouraged them from being artists and being musicians yeah. because like, oh, you can't make money that way. You know, <laughs> what kind of life are you going to have? You need to support yourself. Yeah. And so it, it, it's great. I, I love hearing that, that there are, you know, people who can recognize when their yeah. children have gifts that are not necessarily what, quote unquote, society's norms of, you know, this is what you need to do to be successful. Right. And that's an interesting perspective because uh, up until about age 14, I wanted to be a neurologist. A neurologist? Yeah, really? Yeah. I was reading about Ben Carson and reading about all the stories oh. of neurologists. And I listened to John Hopkins and I saw that it would take about 16 years. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm willing to do that. And then when Katrina came and took yeah. everything away from me, I was like, life is too short to spend it doing anything you don't love to do. Exactly. You know, so from that moment on, I've I been at it. But I come from a big family, uh, nine right. kids, six boys and three girls. Wow, So everybody kids. had their own thing. And, wow. and everybody encouraged me in a special way because no one ever told me to shut up. No one ever told me I dressed too funny. No one ever uh, discouraged me in any way. They all supported me. Wow. And because of that, because I got that support from my family, no one in the world could, could discourage me or tell me, tell me down because wow. I had the strength from inside of my home first. Wow, beautiful. Well, where are you in the, out of the nine kids in I'm the fifth, order? Fifth of nine. Fifth of nine. Yeah. Wow, so you're like right, right in, the in the middle there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, you must have gotten lost sometimes, you know. <laughs> no, I managed to stand out because yeah? they all supported me. Ah. We're all so different, but we're alike. You okay. Know? Yes. Who who are you closest to of your brothers and sisters? Why are you gonna do that to me, man? <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, like, like do you like the older ones, the younger ones, uh, or you love them all? I love the older one because he showed me how to navigate the world. Oh. I love the younger one because he allows me to share with him what was shared with me. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. All right, great. You, you got it, brother. You, <laughs> you you know how to see the beauty in everybody. That's right, that's right. Excellent. So so when Katrina hit, it, it, what, did your family, everybody survive? Everyone was okay? Yes, yes. Thankfully, we all survived. Okay, good. Um, but we were all separated because, like I said, it's nine of us. So oh. some of us were in Texas, some were in Florida, some of, some of us in Mississippi. Oh, uh, so when they relocated you, they didn't keep you together as a no, family? No, no. It, well, we were all in different places when it happened. You know, oh, the, the mayor offered uh, okay. a mandatory evacuation until we all had to leave. So okay. we were in different places at different times. Some of us uh, were already adults, so um, we kind of okay. were scattered out for, for a couple months. Wow. You know? That must have really been something, at least just, just initially, like those first few weeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, what were you feeling at the time? Well, I was confused. I didn't believe what was uh, happening. Um, and in that moment, I thought my life was over because I was in, in 10th grade. Um, uh, okay. I was in a marching band and I already knew what I was going to go to college for and all that was, was taken away. So right. I had to reevaluate life much sooner than I probably thought I would have. Right. And in that moment, I said, you know what? The thing that I've been focusing on all my life up until this point is no longer valid. I'm going to be a musician. And I had always sang and I played trumpet for a number of years, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't know that I wanted to spend my life doing that. But then when everything in my life was taken away, that's all that was there. Uh, so that's what I've been doing ever since and um, oh. I say all the time I, I've noted it in every aspect I studied it in college I studied classical voice in college I studied oh, the business aspect of it because I know this is what I want to do so I didn't nurture uh, any plan B I nurtured A and every aspect beautiful. of it so I can do different things within the industry itself and that's great I mean you studied the business of yes. it too which is sometimes what causes a lot of musicians trouble is like mm-hmm. they're really into the music but then they don't learn those other aspects yeah, yeah. of like the business and contracts and all kinds of stuff and lots of musicians have gotten basically screwed out of their uh, rightful earnings because they didn't pay attention to the business that's side right, of things right. and, uh, you know, and where were, just curiously yeah. where were you when you made that decision I was in Natchez, Mississippi. In Mississippi, yes, okay. uh, because that's that's as far as our car could get us. It ran out of uh, gas, and you know we luckily had relative there, so that's as far as we could go. But uh, okay. I was sitting in an apartment, a two bedroom apartment with nineteen other people, um, <sighs> and I was just laying there. And I was like, "Wow, this, this this is real! Like, 
like the entire city is flooded. This is real. Wow. And in that moment, I said, uh, if if I'm going to continue on, what am I going to do the rest of my life? Because everything that I knew was right. over. So I said, I'm right. going to be an artist. I'm going to invest my time in it because not uh, just about making the money, but changing somebody else's life yeah. and giving them in their moment of desperation some hope through the words that I share. Yeah. Because I've been there already. Yeah. So I, I saw it as being bigger than a neurologist. I mean, of course, I can help people's minds, but I can help right. their hearts by being an artist. Right. So I, right, I, I'm right. my own type of surgeon. Yeah. You know I, mean? <laughs> I, I fix up the soul, man. A surgeon of the soul, <laughs> right? Exactly, right? Exactly. You know, the regular surgeons, they only work with the body, that's but right. uh, artists, we inspire people, and, oh, yeah. and that's we deal with the soul. That's right. Um, uh, so, so you'd made that decision in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then uh, I'm just curious was Keep there asking, ever man. any like bitterness around losing everything or is it just you oh there was because uh you asked me did my family survive yes but many friends of mine they either were lost physically or they were lost spiritually and that's the worst thing because not many of us sought counseling we thought we could Uh, rectify the problems that we had but there were things that were so deeply sown that we had no idea how to how to fix them so i saw a lot of people who are physically still here but mentally they're somewhere else yeah yeah absolutely they, they didn't have the mother that you know, instill those values and morals and, and right. a higher power in them. So right. they were lost, you know. Yeah. So I saw that happen. And that was the saddest thing because, you know, I remember the day before that we were all sitting in a park and we were sharing our dreams. Mm. And the next day those dreams were shattered for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. thankfully I, I, I had another perspective because mine could have also been. Right, right, right. And that really, and it kind of goes back to, to sort of what I was saying before. It's really about how we show up, how we respond oh, yeah. to what happens that's to right, us, right? Because right. we don't have control. That's you had right. no control no, over whether, whatsoever. you know, Katrina hit New Orleans oh, yeah. or not. But how you responded yes. to that incident, I'm not even going to call it a tragedy, even though it is a tragedy, mm-hmm. but it's an incident. It happened. That's, that's the force of nature. Right. But how we show up and respond, mm-hmm. we can either let it destroy us right. or we can let it inspire us or, right. or learn yeah. how to move in a different direction right. and for you in a sense it was almost liberating mm-hmm. because it took away from you these thoughts of you know oh let me maybe do something that I don't doesn't quite light me that's up right. but, right. but can help me to be successful and now it's like no nah, forget that uh-huh. like this is what's left yes and, and to say that to someone it can sound crazy it's like yeah. you don't have to go through a tragedy to find your light no, no absolutely don't ever think not that, but yeah. I'm thankful that the foundation was in place because uh, playing the trumpet kept me out of the streets. And somebody said, what is the streets? Well, the streets is anything that's not occupying your mind. It's it's anything that can lead you down the wrong direction. So I I knew many people, many peers of mine who were living a certain way and I could have easily had done that had I not had the trumpet. Yeah. You know, so the trumpet was was my voice without using words. You know, uh, uh, what I liked the most was that I can manipulate this instrument to sound like a voice. Uh, so that that's what kind of nice. what inspired me. I, w- I remember getting off of the school bus and just playing down the street. My neighbors would all come out the door. Uh, They'd be standing looking down the street, waiting for me to come. Uh, you know, cool. they would line up around my backyard and ask me to play a song. And I'm like, okay, yeah, the Pied Piper oh, of New Orleans. Huh? But <laughs> listen, there's so many great trumpeters there. Yeah. So that was an, also an aspiration yeah. to to be recognized as, as one of the greatest right. at and that. I mean, and growing up in New Orleans oh, where it's man. like music is just everywhere. Oh, it's coming yeah. out of the walls. The water, I say. Uh, the water, yeah. Oh, yeah man. Beautiful. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and listeners, you're going to really want to pay attention and listen because when we come back, there's going to be a little bit of different kind of music playing when we come back from baking. Not my regular theme music. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century, Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. So what was the inspiration for that song? Well, honesty is, <laughs> the basis of it is love, man. Uh. It's, it's, it's love for a woman who's encouraging you and supporting you and showing you that no matter how hard it gets, you can get to where you got to go. You know, and it's not just for, you know, your partner. It could be for your mother mm-hmm. or right. your grandmother or your sister. You know, being strong and being supportive and being honest is what it takes, you know, because none of us can do it on our own. You right. know, it takes someone to believe in you and also almost invest in you as much as you do in yourself before you get to where you got to go. So it's a moment of saying, I appreciate you for being so angelic but choosing me. Wow. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Because, I mean, we all need uh, others to believe in us. I mean, yeah, we we can be strong and we could go it alone and everything else, but it really does take the support of a community because it's very easy when you don't have somebody supporting you for those self-doubts to creep in, Mm -hmm. you know, for you to worry, you know, am I really good enough? Can I really do this? Uh, Did you have any of that when you were, you know, once you you made the decision and the commitment and you were out there playing and, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, doing gigs and stuff and things weren't quite maybe happening quite the way you expected it? Yes, I did. Um, and when those moments came, I, I thought to myself, what more can I do? Mm. So uh, that's where the challenge came to evolve. Uh, you know, I maybe see. in this evolution, I'll find some serenity and, and I'll get closer to where I got to go. So uh. to time has also been a beautiful thing because uh, when, I, when I started, I was like pure R&B. That was, that, those were the things that, uh, that was the language I was speaking in. And then from uh. there, it went to a fusion of R&B and soul. And then from uh. there, it went to R&B, soul, funk, and then rock and roll, you know, became a part of it. And I think, I think I think God for allowing me to to grow because uh, had it happened sooner, like we said earlier, right. I wouldn't have been able to do what I'm doing now, and I wouldn't uh, have the story that I have now. Uh, so you know, although that's a beautiful thing, I, I want it to happen as soon as possible, though. Right. You know, but <laughs> I, I, I'm thankful for the time that it's taken because I've grown to uh, truly appreciate it and truly be a valuable asset to those who are coming up. I can teach them how to you know just 
be be hungry but also be patient you know be driven but also be kind and you know just take the journey day by day yeah 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 day by day big shout out to our listeners on the facebook live stream alex old dear friend of mine thank you for tuning in um so, Greg, when did you come to New York City? You're, you're a local now, right? You live in New yeah, York yeah, City? Yeah, well, I, this year it takes 10 years. I've only been in half of that. Oh, I've been okay, in <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been here for five years, six uh, years in October. All right, all right. So, <laughs> so, so you're an easy pass executive yeah, at the I'm moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you started with trumpet. What other instruments do you play? Well, uh, piano was also a, a segue into that uh, just to, to okay. find the voicings, but uh, guitar, uh, harmonica, and a few percussions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And and who are your inspirations? Like, uh, you know, when you want to sit down and like listen to someone else's music, who do mm-hmm. you like to listen to? Uh, Sly Stone, James Brown, James. The Meters from New Orleans. Okay. Sometimes I don't want to hear any words at all. And I'll put on one to Marcellus. Ah, you know? yeah. Definitely, great. Definitely. But I mean, there's so many, man. I mean, uh, yeah. Prince, of course, he's yeah. undeniable. Yeah. You know, even, even, you know, Sam Cooke. Yeah. You know, I, I listen to the people who inspire me um, just to be individual. Yeah. You know, just just to be myself and allow myself to radiate, and yeah. that's why the influences that I have are that because they took their story, and their story is now gonna live forever. Right. And that's that's what I do. You know, through my music, I share the things that I experience, things that I see, things that I can probably feel that I can predict. I put a story mm-hmm. out, then hopefully it'll change someone's life. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. So, so where do you get the? Do you write your own music? Oh or? yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah. so, so where do you get your inspirations for the songs you write? Uh, life. I get it from living. You know, okay. so I'm thankful. But beyond living, being present and all that I'm living too. Ah, you know, yeah, yeah, being present's important because yeah. oh, yeah. a lot can happen if we're oh, not being yeah. present. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right over your head. And I think that sometimes, uh, maybe I'll divert the conversation for a second. Sometimes, in pursuit to where we got to go, we tune out everything else because we want what we want. Yeah. But yeah. you miss everything valuable to keep what you're, what you're working at there. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's what I have to always remind myself of be present because it's in that moment when you just walk into the store that you may see someone that could change your life. Mm. And if you take those troubles from the lack of not having it, you can miss something that's going to get you there. Right. So I always switch my mindset. I'm thankful for being being alive, having the activity of my limbs and mm-hmm. the drive and ambition. So I go out and I, hopefully I connect with someone to change my life. Yeah, cool. Cool. W- was there a point over the last, I don't know, five, ten years w- when you're, you know, doing the music full time that like it all of a sudden it came to you like, you know what, this is going to work like I'm going to make it. Yes. Uh, when I met this lovely lady sitting ah, you know, in, in the audience. Off to the side. We'll have to oh, get yeah. her on. <laughs> because, uh, Say hi. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because uh, like we spoke about before, um, when you meet someone who is equally as passionate about their own lives mm-hmm. and it just happens to coincide with yours, mm-hmm. uh, two of the same mind are going to get there. Yeah. It's yeah, going to yeah. happen. And it exponentiates, right? It's oh, not man. like one plus one is two. It's oh, like yeah. one plus one gives you 20. Man, you know? it gives you all that because uh, it's someone else in your moments of doubt that gives you assurance. Mm. Like, Listen, you can do it. And yeah. it's someone also, which I have to admit that I haven't always been easy with, someone else who can see what you can't. Someone yeah. else who can offer a, a bit of a perspective that you can't see because you're doing one particular thing. Mm. So someone who, who from the outside can offer the things to make the entire picture better. Mm. And that's that's very important. Um, seek people of like minds, but also who may be a bit more advanced than you to get you to that level. Right. Because you want people who you have similarities with, but people who you can learn something from even more. Right. Right. Exactly. We want people who are going to lift us up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that we always have to lift up other people. Right. right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with helping other people and and helping them to to raise up their level. But but as we do that for others, we need people to do that for us as well. It's a balance. Yeah. So you'd be depleted and you have nothing to offer. Right. Right. 
now that you you're you know a full-time musician as an adult doing this is is like your life is there anything about being a musician that really surprised you that when you thought of it when you were younger that you had a very different expectation about it yes um the fact that every every time I write a song, I, I, I'm introducing new magic. It's like someone doesn't even have to speak the mm. language, but they can be moved by the feeling. Right. So, like whenever I meet fans from different parts of the country, and they tell me about how my song moved them, like uh. that's that's beautiful because I had no idea that it was sort of like telepathy. It's like this this energy field that goes out and touches people in a way that you could never even imagine. Right. And it's like you didn't even have to live the experience or even know about it, but when I tell you about it, you feel as if you were a part of it. Right, that is right. magical. I had no idea it was so magical. Uh, I, I knew that it was rewarding, but in a way that soothes the soul, I had no idea. Like, yeah. It's magical. Have it's you magical. found music healing for you? Yes. Yeah. That's why I was able to put down the idea of neurology and go to music because everything else would take, was taken away. Photos, books, everything. Uh, All I had left was the choice. The choice was either to be better or be bitter. And in being better, that was to allow Ooh, music like to change that. my the life. The choice is either to be better or to be bitter. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And better definitely serves oh, us more yeah. than bitter. <laughs> yeah, bitter, I mean, I have no idea where that could have led me. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. life at all. Definitely not. Oh, we got a bunch of hearts on the Facebook live stream <laughs> for that one. Thank you. Um, uh, so you, you have a band you play with? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely, well, definitely. Tell us a little bit about your, your bandmates. Well, I want to first say thank each and every one of you because this is a very, very, you know, intense journey um you know it's, it's it's an interesting thing because you know you can be some of the most talented people you know they can they can play better than anyone you've ever, you ever met but they have to have the common goals in mind too they have right. to also want what you want right. because if they don't want what you want then it'll only go but so far right you know right, so it's right. it's always a journey to go beyond face value right. and uh find someone that's good at heart right. and who wants to to build the vision and also understand that Although it's a vision that you might have been building for long, it, it's also something that everyone shares. Yeah. So it's getting people who understand that I can give to this, but something for me is also going to manifest. So mm. it's finding people with common interest right. who are okay with supporting something that will also later on build a segue for all of us. Right. So that, that's been a journey. But um, So I, it's I, like finding your tribe. Oh, Even yeah. if the tribe is oh, just yeah. two people or three yeah. people, yeah. it's still finding your tribe. Yeah, that, that's, that's the word, man. It's, a, uh, it's definitely that tribe, you know, that tribe of, of good uh, individuals who are also... Uh, driven and, and ambitious mm-hmm. and want something greater than you know what the nine to five life can provide, and they want to change right. the world. Right. So I'm thankful for those guys. You know, they, yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're really contributing did, so much. Did you like meet them like all around the same time, or was mm-hmm. it a little bit here, a little bit there? Uh, it's it's it was all. This is like the fourth band that I've had. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, because like you know, like and I said, how long I, have you been with these guys? Uh, well, like one maybe like three years, and then others okay. like eight months or nine months, and then in a year. Okay, because um, like sometimes. I, and I understand, you know, if you if you're investing your time into something and it's not materializing the way that you want to, maybe right. you shift gears, right. you know. But someone who understands that, um, not not even that, it's for different people, you know, because it's not that you right. don't understand the value of taking time. It just may not be what you're willing to put your time into. Right. So when right. I find people who understand the greater vision and are willing to be patient and grow with the journey, then that's mm-hmm. all I could ever ask for because, you know, it takes more than one. Like it takes a team, and especially right. to make the impact that I seek to make. Right. You know, like as a musician. Yeah. You know, and really inspire kids to pick up the instruments again right. and uh, learn how to, you know, express themselves through art. Yeah. So that's why I do it, because you yeah. know, I, I have to show the city that gave me what I have, that it was all yeah. worth it. How many hours a day do you practice? Well, I sing when I wake up until I go to sleep. <laughs> 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 all day long. Oh, yeah. uh, now, now with, with the band, uh, with the band yeah. I, try to, uh, I try to get in a couple times a week, but as you know, it's paying yeah. for the rehearsal space and then yeah. um, uh, uh, like the time outside of the nine to five because I still have to uh, 
work to make the money to pay them right, and invest back right. into the craft and invest into the instruments and the studio time. Right. So it's uh, it's really like a, a breaking even thing for quite some time. Right. And like profit, you know, is like a reach, far reaching thing right. that you're working toward. Even with right. that, I, I don't know how I managed to keep such a nice thread. Yeah. <laughs> New York has great thrift shows, right? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. You know, this is the secret of New York City. Most people don't realize it can be a very expensive place mm-hmm. to live, but it can also be a very cheap place to yep, live yep. if you know where to go and yep. the things to do. Like, you can get great food right. really cheaply, or you can get great food and, like, you know, right. pay a ridiculous amount and of money for somebody. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And and you are playing in clubs and stuff oh, around yeah. the oh, city. Yeah. I mean, now, I, right? I played almost everywhere. Yeah. The ones that are on the bucket list are uh, Barclays Center and Madison Square Garden. Ah, the big ones, huh? Come on, why not? Yeah, of course. We've earned course. it, man. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, we, Absolutely. You got to get that, uh, that talent agent, man, the person that has the connections to the bigger venues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what's been the largest venue you've played so far? Mm, Whiskey or Go-Go in Hollywood. Oh, I, no, I believe. Nice. Uh, Brooklyn Bowl, yes, sir. Brooklyn oh, the Brooklyn Bowl. Bowl. Yes, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw actually one of my favorite bands there, Naco and Medicine for the People. They happened. Wow. It was like their first time playing in New York City, wow. and a friend of mine turned me on to them a couple of years ago, and I just loved their music. And that yeah, was my yeah. first time out at Brooklyn Bowl. Wow. That's a nice place. It is very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Let me know when you're going to be there next. Yes, yes, we'll do. All right, cool. We're going to take uh, a couple of minutes or a couple of uh, announcements, and uh, when we come back again, listen to the lead in music. We're going to have some more funky stuff. Stay with us. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture... Then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Robin Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. We'll be just fine. 
baby. Show you all about my city. If you promise that you'll be my Jill, my Jill. Oh, yeah. And Greg, that song was? Tell Me. Tell Me. Oh, yeah. And what's that song all about? That song is just the beat of New Orleans. Of New Orleans. It's just just the the vibe, the energy, the the tempo of the city. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit more of a funky one than heaven, right? Yeah, yeah, we love it. Big shout out to Ta listening to us on the Facebook live stream. He says the show is super interesting, and he's really loving it, showing us a lot of love on the Facebook live stream. Happy to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, very cool, very cool. I love it. Um, how do songs come to you? I mean, I know you said like life is your inspiration, mm-hmm. but do you find yourself like just walking down the street and a beat comes to you? Do all you, the time. you know, you hear it all the time. Uh, it's, it's melody first. Sometimes without words, it's like ah, okay. Like I get, I hear a song now. It's like something like that. Ah, then I'm like, okay. nice. Every time I sit around, I think about you, baby. You got me so happy, girl. Don't ever want to let you get away. I love the way. It just comes to me now. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Toss says <is> nice. <laughs> You're definitely creating music live on the air. Uh, definitely people are loving that. Um, what are your dreams? Where do you, where do you hope that this music takes you? Well, I am. Um, Besides Madison Square Garden, we know you're going to uh, be there. Absolutely. I, uh, I seek to truly be a light for all of the youth who may feel as if what they're working toward may not manifest. Mm. I say that because I came from situations like they're in, and right. if you continue to work for it and you continue to push, it'll manifest. I want to buy the recreational center that I want to into. That's no longer operating uh, because there's no grant money in the city. I want to buy that back, put back in their pottery, put in um, uh, music, right. dance, and sports, because I want to give the kids an outlet. I want to right. give them a chance to really use their greatest potential and, and change the world. Right. And it's so important. Like nowadays, you know, in the education system, the, uh, the budgets for arts and music and all this stuff, it's all getting cut right mm-hmm. and left. And, uh, you know, it's really, it's so important. I mean, that's, that's, right. that's what feeds our soul. That's I mean, right. yeah, right. science and math absolutely are important and all that other stuff. But, you know, the arts, I mean, that's right. what lifts our spirits. It's the color. It's just the color. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the texture. That the yeah. world needs you yeah. Know, to, to yeah. Because there's infinite colors in the rainbow, right? Oh, yeah. That's oh, what we yeah. need. So I really want to uh, use my platform and influence to uh, make a way for future generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how'd you get the nickname the Saint of Soul? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just being from New Orleans, you know, that's, that's uh, like the, 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 the idea of uh, being a New Orleanian. But um, the people that I look up to the most, like uh, James Brown, the Godfather of Soul, and, you know, uh, Michael Jackson, the King of Pop, and all these guys, uh, they have created something that will live on forever. Right. And uh, I felt that it was my duty to do the same. But um, I don't walk around saying that that's who I am. I give mm. it to you and I, I help you to believe it. I help you to see that that's what I deserve. Mm. So by the work that I put out, I earned that. I just, mm. I just give you something to, to find attainable. And I give you the, the work to show you that I've earned it. Right. You know? Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, have you had like, you know, people who've come to your concerts and stuff like come up to you afterwards yes. and tell you how much it inspired them? Yes. Yes. Th- I, that must uh, be a great feeling. It's even greater when someone um, is my 20, 30 years my senior and they tell me that I remind them of a time in their life that was the most inspiring or joyous. Even once I was on the train and the guy maybe my age a little old he told me I reminded him of his father. Oh, That wow. was so inspiring because I know you know, a father is someone that you seek to get the, the instructions on how to lead your life in the world. Right. So when someone says you remind me of my father that, that that's inspiring. Mm. And, and you know, at first I didn't know how to take that I was like man I'm probably younger than you but yeah. you know, what, 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 I, what I had to realize it's, it's the character and the dignity and the yeah. poise 
that's carried that uh, I think may give people that that reflection. Um, and I just I just want to show you that uh, you know grace and, and integrity is is attainable. You know mm. you, you have to just believe in yourself and carry that with you every day, and everything right. you you deserve will come. You don't have to belittle yourself or, or compromise your value or worth right. in order to to get um, tangible things. You you just be yourself and you believe in yourself and you carry yourself with the utmost respect, and everything you deserve will come to you. Right. Beautiful. I assume you consider yourself a man of faith. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you believe in? I believe that there was a creator that gave us all that we have. Mm-hmm. And if we tap into it, we'll get everything we want. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful. What, what um, inspires you these days? Like what, what, what helps to keep your spirits up? Because, you know, we live in such a time where things mm-hmm. are so crazy and, you know, everyone's so worried about everything going on because, you know, things are very almost extreme, polar yeah. opposites all yeah, the time. Definitely. So how do you say... Uh, uh, how do you stay inspired? Well, I, I remember from which I've come. I remember uh, being the fifth of nine kids in the housing projects of New Orleans and mm. uh, wanting to do something greater than my circumstances. And I've been blessed to do that. So I know that it's possible. So I have to keep going. If if quitting was an option, I should have never started. Nah. You know, so I just keep it going. I mean, you know, when times get tough, we consider how how, how can we switch gears, right. do something different to get to the same outcome. Right. You know, um, and I talk to my mom every day. She tells me she believes oh, in yeah? me. She knows it's going to happen. Where's she? She's back in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, cool. um, you know, do, like, do you get back there to visit New Orleans? Uh, not as much as I like because uh, you know, just the lifestyle in New York, New York City is expensive, and yeah, paying yeah, the musicians yeah. and th- as much as I perform, sure. I have to pay them and seven yeah, to nine absolutely. people every time. So, yeah. um, that's that's been a tough thing, you know. But um, I, I do seek to get back in the next month or so. Yeah. But um, like I said, I just, I just touch in with those people who I know love me and believe in me, mm. and um, I look at the people that I don't know, the fans, and how they're responding to the work that I put out, mm. you know, and um, they keep telling me to do it without saying it. They just yeah. love it. They tell me how much it inspired them. Yeah. Um, and, and even just, you know, walking on the street or getting a text message or an email from somebody who, who aspired to be an artist and say that they're doing it because of me, ah. that that keeps moving me. And, and they have no idea how much it moves me. You know, ah. the fact that I'm doing what I do and it tells you that you can do the same, that's, that's beautiful. That's rewarding. And I always say... Becoming successful is rewarding in itself. Seeing other people live a life of joy and prosperity off of my success is the most rewarding. Mm. Because had I had I quit, they wouldn't have had the chance to do that. Yeah. And I realized that everyone doesn't have maybe the, the tenacity to go out and create it, but they can do it if it's if it's you know if if you help them with it. Right. So if I go out and create the 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 you know the foundation, everyone around me can build on that, right. and that's the most rewarding. Right. Because Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. My my dear dear friend GP. Walsh, who's a, a teacher in his own right, says, character, dignity, poise, grace. Amazing young man. That's <laughs> Thank you. high, wor- high words of praise from a beautiful man. GP, you, you would like him. Um, what's the hardest part about what you do? Uh, the work-life balance. Ah. Yeah, because, um, you know, being, being a young man, you know, or any man, young man, woman, old man, whatever, you, mm-hmm. you want to feel that um, you, you have a balance in life, like, you know, there's times when I just want to take a vacation and just mm. recoup on, on the energy that's been exhausted on the journey, right. and you can't do that. You can do it if you if you, if you stop investing in your craft. Mm. You know, so it's it's the balance of I know I have to do this, but like I, I just need to relax. You know, so it's it's really yeah. just uh, the ability to just. I mean, I enjoy it every day, but it's it's the ability to just take a step back and reflect. Right. But you know, you having to work and provide like you can't you can't take that break. Right. You have to keep going. So that's that's the hardest part. Well, you do have to practice some self care, right? Yes, you know, because yes, yes, you yes. got to take yes. care of yourself, or you can't show that's, up. That's the hardest part to you know? be as good. So yeah, I mean, sometimes yeah, it's it's you feel like there's so many responsibilities yeah, on yeah, you. I guess yeah. that it's hard to say, you know what, I got to do something for myself. Yeah, but you know, we all have to because yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm forcing myself to do that. Good. Do you <laughs> meditate at all? Yes. 
Good. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to hear that. Um, Have there been any things along the path, along the way that like really surprised you? Um, You know, a a serendipitous meeting, you know, a chance thing that ended up turning into something great for you? Yes. Um, At the restaurant that I work at one day, I, I was playing my music on the radio I mean, all over the uh, Spotify, and uh-huh. uh, this woman happened to come in that ended up being my publicist. And she was like, who, uh-huh. who's that? And I'm like, it's me. Like, no way. Yes, it is. Wow. I have the music sent to you, and that's, that's how I got here, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, beautiful. Def- beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sent me a uh, notice, say, hey, hey, Sam, I think this guy would be great for you to have <laughs> on your show. And all I saw was the Saint of Soul. And I was like, got to be my man. Got <laughs> to be part of my tribe. I have to have definitely, him on the show. Very cool. Very cool. Um. Uh, so I know you've you've said you've toured around, you've played uh, around the states a bit. Have you ever played overseas? No, we're working to do that in, uh, in London for the first time uh, next summer. Ah, uh, awesome, yeah, great, yeah. Because yeah. I know a lot of musicians who ne- didn't necessarily achieve their success first here in the United States. When they go to Europe, mm-hmm. they get a lot of success in Europe, yeah. and then when they come back it's, here, it's massive. Like that's what kind of really launches their Definitely. career. Yeah, well, for the past couple of years, we've been getting extreme radio play in Europe. In Spain and oh, London and, cool. and the Netherlands, Amsterdam. So the uh, the awareness and the love is there. It's just that it's the financial aspect of it. Yeah. Because just going to Los Angeles it was about ten thousand dollars for two days and <laughs> eight of us. Yeah. You know, so like that's the other part of it. It's like a, yeah. there's no way that I could pay ten thousand dollars on top of all the daily expenses that are needed. Yeah. But touring is necessary. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you know once once you get to these different places, the demand continues to rise, and then you get the endorsements and the brand partnerships, and now right. the, the nine to five is no longer relevant, and everything right. you needed to do you can do. Right. But right, it's right. just getting to the other stop, which is yes. just expensive. Whether whether it's on the tour bus in the right. states, you have to have somebody to drive it, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. all those things. I, have, I know a lot of artists now because the music industry has changed so much from the way it used to be mm-hmm. a lot of artists are trying to crowdfund their stuff have you like crowdfunded any albums or songs uh, yes i have uh, uh, music okay. videos and, and, and albums i have um okay. it's just the you know crowdfunding a tour is like hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars yeah, yeah. you know e- even if we you know i mean may- maybe it could be maybe like fifty thousand if we guerrilla started and you know slept on like like in motels or something mm-hmm. and ate bare minimal on the journey because mm-hmm. you know we have to make sure everybody's fed and yeah. you know we have to get yeah, to the yeah. destinations and lodging so we need to you know, make sure that we're recouping enough after those yeah. continuous shows to be ready right. for the next one. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think most people don't realize, like, there are so many little details mm-hmm. that go into, like, doing a tour, just going someplace that, that people don't even realize. Like, it really does take a lot. Yeah, it does. It does. Now, if you had a, a team of people, like, you know, who um, who are willing to invest their time because they believe in the greater purpose, mm-hmm. someone say, well, I have this bus and I could drive it. Right, and uh, you right, need to pay right. me right now. You just have to pay me. To give me food and make sure I can, I can um, sleep um, because we have awareness in every state so right. we just have to manage the context that places they were coming and like okay we have a night for right, you right, it just right. takes the getting there is the, the difficult part it's right, not even right. raising the awareness and wherever we go we can do that right, right you know right. if we it's haven't already there. it's just getting there do you have any active campaigns right now that we can uh, shout out no, we don't uh, we're actually about to start one for the um for the music video for heaven but we're definitely looking for an agent a booking agent to uh, help uh-huh. us get around the world okay. so that's, that's active that's a campaign that we're talking you hear about that now. you hear that listeners Come you on. know any good music agents that this is a diamond uh, definitely a diamond shining yes yes uh, gp says europe still loves art and ta says europe is where it's at 
that. I love right. touring <laughs> out there. The people really consume your music. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you know what? Let's go out. We're going to go out like a little bit early so that we can, you know, come back and listen to one more of your tracks sure, sure. when we come back. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is the Saint of Soul, Greg <laughs> Banks from New Orleans. We will yes, yes. be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Now I, I absolutely have to come in. Yeah, you know, here you perform now. Just just listening to these little teasers when we come back, they're great. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Toss is a great show. He's loving it. Um, uh, your family is still spread out all over the place. Yes, yes, yes. they listen to your music. I'm sure they they're definitely, so still definitely. supporting you. They're <laughs> yes. still your biggest fans. Yes, yes. I have a brother who, uh, fortunately, he has a professional basketball player in Europe. So oh. every city he goes to or country he goes to. He's like, I play the music for people. So oh. like, you know, he was in Spain, he was in Tokyo. He's now yeah. in Canada, so he's like, you have fans everywhere I go. Oh, so wonderful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, we'll definitely keep shouting you out here definitely on the that. station. We love it. Um, and, and I love that you're, you know, you kind of let life and, and spirit kind of guide you within the music. Um, do you find sometimes people don't get you? Mm, man. The question you just asked is the million dollar question. <laughs> because I tell you, it's, it's, well, I, I won't say it that way. Um, 
it's, a resp- it's an accountability and a responsibility that I feel we have as artists yeah. to inspire and shape the world. Yeah. So I have to be honest in my experiences. And mm-hmm. as vulnerable as it may make me feel, I have to give it to you. Mm-hmm. I could also take the shallow approach and just say things that I know you want to hear. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give you what you need to hear and yeah. what you grow to, to want to hear. Yeah. You know, so that that's always a, a difficult thing because um, I'm not one dimensional. And mm-hmm. I don't think that any of us were ever born to be. So because mm-hmm. I can do uh, multi-styles of music and I, I can fuse genres so well, I think the, the big question is, what do we do? I, I think the answer yeah. is, and I don't know all the answers, but just let it be. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. Because if you let it be, um, you know, you, you'll inspire more people. Maybe letting it right. be raises the bar. I don't know. But if you let it be, it, it's, it's the most beautiful that it could be because it's not right. confined by what you say the limitations are. Right, right. Because when we give space to something, it allows it to unfold naturally. And then sometimes things unfold in ways we couldn't imagine, but it's amazing and beautiful in the process. That's right. And and it's not always easy to do that, right? Because there's that fear that creeps in of like, oh my God, what happens if this happens? What happens if that happens? Instead of just trusting. What's helped you to learn to trust? I believe that I've experienced, I'm allowed to experience was intentional. There was something in it that I was supposed to get out of it. So I'm still alive. I've thrown through it. I've made it through it. So there's a reason for it. And I have to share it with someone else to help yeah. them avoid it. Or if they're in it, it's helping to get out of it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. So many things, as we mentioned earlier today, like uh, people are, are so fearful in so many ways about all the stuff going on. Do you find yourself personally, are you more hopeful, more optimistic for the future? Or do you have like real concerns about what's going on? Um, I'm optimistic for the future. Because I'm going to help to make that shift. Mm. The music that I create and just from my stand alone, I'm going to help that shift happen. So I'm optimistic because I believe it can happen again because it's happened before. Right. You know, Marvin Gaye and Michael Jackson, all those guys, Sam Cooke, they've done it before. Yeah. You know, uh, Nina Simone, you know, uh, uh, um, Richard Wright, they took it into their own hands and they... um, they shifted the climate of the world. Right, right. So, you, so you're you're optimistic because you know you have a part to play oh, yes, and that you're yes. going to help inspire people. And I'm thankful that I was chosen to play a part in the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah chosen and, and you chose to step up. That's right. You know, not everybody chooses to step up, That's do right. they? You know, some people, they just let other things, they let the hurt get in the way mm-hmm. of living the dream. Right. And that and that doesn't serve anybody because we're really here to share our gifts with the world, that's aren't right, we? That's right. And like I said, I, I've grown to understand that the true joy is being able to get up and do it every day. I have mm. activity in all my limbs. I'm mm. breathing. I still have a mind to use. Mm. I have people around that believe. So that's mm. the that's the gift. Mm. So many people are stuck in that room wishing they could. Mm. So the fact that I can get up every day and do it is joyous. Mm. Now I won't say at all that I don't want the 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 benefit of what comes from doing what I do. Of course, we that, all that helps, do, right? That helps you to do it on a greater level and helps right, you to enjoy life. But right. the true joy is knowing that I can do it every day. The yeah, greatest joy is knowing yeah, those that I love right. to live a better life because of the decisions I made. Yeah, yeah. All right, so if we were going to like state your intention publicly, mm-hmm. let's just keep it short term. Let's sure. just the next year or two. Yes. What, what, how do you envision your life the next year or two? What's going to happen that, that's really going to help you? Well, I'm going to get an agent. I'm going to uh, get an endorsement deal, a brand partnership. I'm going to go on tour, okay. and then I'll uh, give the world some more love. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. And, and do you have any advice for like uh, other young musicians trying to break in, do the same thing? Yes, I'll say a couple of things. Um, believe in all that you are. You're great. You're born to do great things. Don't allow anybody to take that from you. Mm. Take constructive criticism. 
Mm-hmm. Find a team of like-minded people and don't stop until your heart stops. Mm. Yeah, any day above ground, it's another day that you can do something, oh, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All right, beautiful. Thank you. That was a question from Rob, by the way. Um, did you ever imagine like this is the way your life would went, end up when you were young before pre-Katrina days? No, no, I didn't. I because I um I came from from well I won't say I won't, I would no longer say I was impoverished. I had everything I needed to be who I am now. Mm-hmm. It was all about the choices I made. So I came from a single family home in, in mm-hmm. a, a neighborhood that typically doesn't you know produce. Uh, uh, you know the the world changes. Right, right. Uh, so uh, single family home, but but you you had you had your mom yes. and you did have a dad. Yes. No, no? My, my father's been incarcerated my entire life. The oh, moment really? that I mentioned was a, a a father of my brother who happened to be in that oh. moment with me in my life. But my father, the man that gave birth to me, I hope to give birth to me through my mother. Rather, uh-huh. uh, has been in prison my entire life. You know, oh he, wow! Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But have you seen him in? Uh, well, I told you, I've seen him. Once every four years of my life, except this time, like it's Once been seven years. years. Okay. So uh, when I was born, uh, of course, I didn't know until four. I saw him and he was gone until I was eight and then 12 and so on and so forth. Mm. So every graduation, every milestone in life he was absent from, mm. you know, so um, it's it's really been my mother that's, uh, that shaped me. And I, I have no see. idea how she was a nurturer, a provider, a protector, a disciplinarian. I have no idea because she's not supposed to do that. Yeah, I know. But uh, she did what she did. So there was a point where we... Wow. Um, well, we switched gears and we were like, we were looking out for the younger ones because, you know, we knew that she had to work. And I was talking this morning. There were days when I wouldn't see her at all because mm. she would work two jobs. So the only uh, time I would connect with her is because I'd, I'd need money for lunch and I'd go yeah, to her yeah. job that she was getting off to start the next one. And I'd see her then, give her kids, tell her love, and I'd be on my way. Right, you know, right. but it, it was unfortunately a system that we had to accept because there was no other way around it. Right, right, right. You know, so um, I worked so hard because I wanted to finally give her the chance to relax and enjoy her life. Yeah. And and I know she's seen the, the benefit of, of her yeah. Her, her decisions because she has 22 grandkids 22 grandkids yeah man so it's like Whew, I'm like that, that, that's all because of you like that's your legacy mom yeah you know so she finds immense joy in them but I want her to just kick back yeah have the big house with the big backyard so they can all run and, and yeah. play and she says you <laughs> yeah. know what I see it now did, did you guys get together for family reunions anytime that must be something <sighs> to can behold. I be honest it's been like I saw my little brother uh he was here for like the weekend. I saw uh-huh. him. It's the first time in four years that I've seen him. Uh, and because he, he's a, a marine biologist, he's about to start traveling the world. So we don't connect as often wow. as we'd like. Okay. So we're making it a point. No matter what you're Beautiful. doing, come together yeah. for a weekend yeah. so we can have our own reunion. We have yeah. so, many, so many of us. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So many of us. I mean, I, I come from a very small family. I have one brother, one sister, um, you know, less than a handful of first cousins. And like, actually, my sister happened to be in town from Israel. So my brother came up from Virginia Beach yep. and my brother's kids. My sister had one of her daughters. And then we had one first, a couple of first cousins you know, were local. So they came around and it was like the first time we'd all been together in years. I had no idea that that would happen. Yeah. You know, like I had no idea that my life would end up that way. And I'm not saying end up as if it's something bad right. or turmoil, but it's a like we know that we have our own dreams and ambitions and aspirations, but. We never thought that it'd take us away from each other because yeah. we were what kept the unit together. We kept each other motivated and, and right. moving forward. And uh, life has taken us in different directions. And we're grateful because they're doing something positive and progressive. Yeah. But it uh, keeps us away from each cool. other. Um, uh, you're here now in New York City. Have you like bumped into anybody from New Orleans that you all knew? The that, like, all, the oh, all the time. All the time. All the time. You know, like, so cool. it's like, it's like little sons. Like if someone has a saint shirt on, like mm. I know that... It's funny because you could say, well, maybe they like the Saints, but I just know. I'm like, you from New Orleans? Yeah, I'm from New Orleans. And then my accent starts to come out. You know? uh, it's, just like, it's, like, it's crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you're walking down the street and someone, like funny enough, a yeah. guy who uh, grew up around the corner from me, and he now works in like a production and, and film. Oh, uh, one cool. day he was in New York 
work on a commercial. And I, I was walking down the street on Bowery, and he's like, Greg Banks. I was like, so I didn't see him. He's like, man. He texted me. He said, I just saw you. I'm like, how did you know that was me? <laughs> he said, man, you walked the same way you've been walking since you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, back was turning. He knew that that was me. I was, that's crazy, oh, that's and he hadn't awesome. seen me in like four years. Like, how wow. did you know? I, I, it's kind of a trick question because I know you know it was me. But yeah, like, yeah, how did you know yeah, that? Yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. test, you know, their theory. Like, how did you know? Yeah, yeah, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Okay, so for our audience, if they want to like find your music, find out yeah. more about you, where can they go? You can find me on www.gregbanksmusic.com, on Instagram at gregbanksmusic, Facebook at gregbanksmusic. Just type in Greg Banks on Google. Luckily, I'm at the top of the search optimization, so you'll see me. Ah, there. cool. And that's Greg, G-R-E-G, Banks, B- yep. B-A-N-K-S. That's right, Greg And Banks. you got any gigs coming up you can tell our audience about? Yes, uh, April 10th, I'll be doing Good Morning Baltimore. So if you're in the DMV area, I mean, sorry, March 10th, I'll be doing um Good Morning Baltimore. So if you're in, in Baltimore anywhere nearby, you can see me there. March 17th, I'll be doing a private So Far Sounds gig in New York City. Okay. And April 22nd. I'll be doing a beer wine music festival in Baltimore as well. Oh, okay. So down in the Baltimore area. Well, beautiful. Well, listen, Greg, I really appreciate you taking the time to come in studio and hang out and share your beautiful voice with us and, you. and your life. It, it's really a pleasure to have you. And I really look forward to seeing uh, how you grow over the years. And I'm, um, You got me hooked. I'm oh, there. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan now. So we will definitely keep in touch, okay? Right. Thank you very much. As I said, I appreciate you. Allowing me into your space, yeah. allowing you to share my story with the people who didn't even know me yesterday. Yeah, thank yeah, you for yeah. allowing me to get one step closer. My, my pleasure, my pleasure. That's what we're here for. And to my audience on the Facebook live stream and on talking talkradio.nyc, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I appreciate all the comments and and all, all the feedback from people. I, I love it. Uh, again, you can always find us here on talkradio.nyc, Thursdays, 12 noon Eastern Time to 1 p.m. Um, you guys are great. Uh, next week, who do I have next week? I don't even remember, but I know it's somebody fascinating. Hey, have I ever let you down? <laughs> Thank you, guys. We will talk to you real soon. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. 
I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 